Hey friends, in this compelling testimony, we hear the powerful journey of Tamir, a Jewish believer in Jesus whose faith took roots two decades ago while serving in the Israeli army. As we listen to his story, we'll discover the profound connection between his faith and the current events in Israel as the nation is mourning such unimaginable loss. Through the lens of Tamir's faith, we gain insight into how personal transformation and spirituality intersect with the complex dynamics of the region, providing a unique perspective on the ever-evolving story of Israel and Jewish faith in Jesus. Hey friends, welcome back to the channel. I'm here with Tamir Kugman. Uh, we have some great videos with you already up on the channel. Go check them out, including his testimony. Amazing. Um, today is, is a great topic because it's personal and it's also prophetic. The gathering of the Jewish people back to Israel. Yeah. I did a, a video uh, a while back, maybe a year ago, in front of the um, Hall of Independence uh -huh. of Israel and how Israel uh, claimed independence in 1948. Huge immigrations yeah. uh, of, of Jews back to Israel from all over the world. And I thought, wow, this is amazing. This is, this is prophetic. This is 2,000 years of exile yeah. coming to an end. Yeah. Let's talk about it. The one thing that's most exciting for me about the coming back of Israel to the land is that it is such an old prophecy that is fulfilled in our days. Right. I mean, this is personal for me because my dad was born in Iraq, a Jewish family in Iraq, and it wasn't easy to live in Iraq. They suffered from anti-Semitism and racism. And at the age of 11, they came to Israel, older family family of 11 kids. Um, on the other side, my mom was born in Israel, but the, her, her parents and her sister were born in Poland. And in 1935, they immigrated and came to Israel before the state was established. My dad came at the year 50, 1950, mm -hmm. just after the establishment of the, of the state. Yeah. My mom was actually born here in 43. Mm. in Israel before independence. Wow. Both my grandma and my grandpa's family in Poland was murdered in the Holocaust. Mm. Um, so it's very personal because I know that my parents came to Israel, the safe place, the promised land. And if you appreciate God's prophecies for the world and for Israel, and you see a prophecy that is fulfilled in front of your eyes, yeah. it's very exciting because it didn't end and it didn't start also with only my parents. It also it started before that. The coming of the Jews to Israel started before that. I mean, in the multitudes. Oh, yeah. And it still continued as I was a child in the 90s. Then we had around a million Jews coming from uh, the Soviet Union at the time. Yeah. And you still have uh, uh, waves of, of Jewish people coming from different places. You have Ethiopia. You have... Um, France and other places in Europe. And, and, and even as, as remote and exotic as California. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, heard, I, I'm I part of this. Of that place. I'm part of this. I grew up in a Jewish family, but, you know, by my early 20s, I was completely disassociated with Judaism, completely, and my Jewish identity. Yet, here I am living in the land of Israel, you know, in 2003, getting citizenship yeah. here in Israel. I'm part of this return of the Jewish people, mm -hmm. even though I never really, as a, as a youth, imagined myself ever living here. Yeah. So here's an here's a interesting thing. You should do a video and go to the streets and just ask people, where are you from? Mm -hmm. Where are your parents from? Mm. Where are your grandpas from? Okay. Where are my grandpa? And yeah. I mean, and I'm 
you're going to get answers that will amaze you because every person that you will approach in the street will tell you that his origin is from another place in the world. Yeah. Okay. And that is amazing because this gathering has scattered Israel throughout all the nations to different cult cultures and brought us all together here to what we call a melting pot. Right. Okay. We have to, we have to somehow live together with all our differences, with all our different cultures. That's really interesting. Yeah. Because instead of Israel being this isolated uh, people group, we have went to all the nations around and actually took a lot of what was in these cultures right. from other nations and brought it here. Yeah. You know what's so interesting about that story of exile? Not only the hope that it has in it of restoration, coming back home, which I want to talk about just in a second, but first is God chose that part of earth because it was in the middle of a trading route. Yeah. And he knew that people would go through that place mm. and that would be an opportunity for them to hear about God. The God of Israel. Right. Yeah, the God of Israel. God. The God of the world. Yeah, yeah. Isaac and Abraham, Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. Yeah. And so, and they will see these people and they will ask, who is your God that gave you all these ordinances and commands? And who is this God that has commanded you to, to do this and that? And it is a prophecy, Moses' prophecy in the one of the last chapters of the law, the Torah. Mm. He says, but you're not going to do that. Mm -hmm. You're going to fail. Right. And I'm going to exile you to different places. And when I do, there... I will use you. And there will people ask you that same question. Mm. Who is your God that has done that to you? Why did this happen to you? And they will ask these questions. When Paul went to bring the gospel, he had a place, a time, and an, uh, and, uh, and an audience to start with. Mm. Everywhere he went through, in Asia or Europe, and then in different places when other people also went to, they went to the synagogue first on Saturday. Yeah. And they had an audience there, Jewish people. And a lot of times with the Jewish peoples, you also had other fearing, God-fearing people mm -hmm. from the nations. And so in God's plan, when he scattered the Jewish people and he sends Paul now to bring his gospel that the Messiah has come and that the prophecy is fulfilled, he has a time and a place to go to and an audience ready to hear. Some will accept, some will not. But the plan is amazing because it's so efficient. That's what Paul did. He went every Saturday. That has to do with the story of our restoration. Now, the story of our restoration also sends us back to the, the, the coming out of Egypt mm -hmm. because it's kind of the same thing. And I'm so excited when I'm reminded of uh, Jeremiah chapter 16, when he says, therefore days are coming, that says the Lord, you shall not say, long live the Lord that he has um, brought the Israelites out of the land of Egypt. For you say, leave the Lord that he has brought the Israelites from the land of the north, from all the countries that he has exiled them to, and he will bring them and restore them to their earth, to their place, to their inhabitants. So this was fulfilled already. And is still being fulfilled as more Jewish people return to their country. 
what is more exciting is this prophecy that brings it to the end of time, if you want, that says that Israel would have one shepherd and one king mm. that would rule over them. Who would that be? Mm. And they will be united. They will no longer have these tribal fights and jealousy between um, you know, uh, Judah and Ephraim. They will be one family because there would be one that would rule over them, one king and one shepherd. Who is that mm. other than the Messiah, okay? as we know, is Yeshua. Right. That's really, really exciting. To yeah. Living this time. It is. It is. So thank you so much for sharing thank your you. your, uh, your knowledge with us. Thank you for watching. If you'd like to reach out to us, you can do so at our website, JewsForJesus.org. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. And stay tuned for one more episode with Tamir Kugman. You won't want to miss it. God bless you.